boys and girls. Are you tucked in bed and ready to hear a story? We're going to listen to a bedtime story from the book of Acts, told to us by Pastor Matt from Seven Mile Road in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, one of the things that you need to learn and you need to learn while you're little is this. The gospel causes trouble. The gospel is the best news in the world for people with soft hearts, for people who want to do what's right, for people who know that they're sinners and they desperately need the grace of God. The gospel is the best news for people who realize that this world is Christ's, that he bought it with his blood, and that he is king and judge over all of it. The gospel is the best news for those who are humble. The gospel is the best news for those who realize I'm in trouble if I don't have the grace of God. But the gospel is not very good news at all for those who want to continue to live wrong and greedy and angry and sinful. It's not good news for those who want to do whatever they want to do. And so the gospel causes conflict and explosions and trouble. Have you seen that already in the book of Acts? When the apostles preach Christ and his cross and his demands on the world. Some people love it and some people hate it and they get wild and ornery and crazy things happen. Well, one time Paul and Silas and their team went to the city of Thessalonica and they went into the synagogue of the Jews as he would always do. And one time and a second time, And then a third time, he reasoned with them, talked with them, taught them from the scriptures, explaining and proving and showing Christ needed to die and Christ needed to rise from the dead. He told them, hey, the whole story of the Bible is about God's love and death and resurrection and new life. And this Jesus, he's the one ultimately who lived it out. And you know what happened? Some people believed Paul's words. Some devout Greeks, some devout Jews, a bunch of the strongest, smartest, leading women in the city. They became a part of the church. But there were others who got very, very angry. And they said, that's it. We're going to form a mob. We're going to hunt these guys down and we're going to chase them out of our city forever. Where are they? Where are they? And they started to ask around, Hey, have you seen Paul? Have you seen Silas? Hey, were they eating at that restaurant? Were they playing on that field? Does anybody know where they are? We're trying to find them. But nobody knew. Or nobody was saying. Well, there was one person that they thought might know. His name was Jason. And they got a tip that Paul and Silas had been sleeping in his house while they were doing their ministry. And so they said, let's go to Jason's house. Dum, 
dum, dum, dum, dum, dum, dum. They all walked to his house. There it is. That's the one. And they walked up his steps. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. And they started smashing on his door. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, Jason, is Paul in there? Is Silas in there? We know they're hiding in there, and we want to talk to them. Well, Jason was a good man, and so he came to the door, and he opened it, and as soon as he did, you know what they did? They kicked the door in, and Jason got pushed back, and they stormed into the house, and they played the biggest game of hide-and-seek that you have ever seen. Do you know how that game works? Yeah. You got to go find somewhere to hide, and it's got to be the best place so that nobody can find you. Well, I don't know where Paul hid, and I don't know where Silas hid, but this mob of people, they couldn't find them. They checked in the closets. Are they in there? Nope. They checked under the beds. Are they in there? Nope. They checked in the attic. They checked in the basement. They checked under blankets. They went out in the back in the shed. They looked across every inch of that house and they couldn't find them anywhere. Well, they got so mad that they said, let's just take Jason before the authorities. So they dragged him and whoever else they could find into the city square and they said, these guys are turning the world upside down. These guys are turning our city upside down. We're sick of it. And Jason received them and he gave them food and a bed and a shower and he shouldn't have done that and they're acting against the decrees of Caesar and they're talking about another King Jesus and everybody was just crazy and disturbed but they really couldn't do anything because nobody found Paul (laughs) and nobody found Silas. (laughs) And so they said, well... Ah, there's nothing we can do. And they said to Jason, hey, give us your wallet. And they opened it up and they took out his money and his credit cards. And they said, if there's any trouble from you or Paul or Silas, we're keeping your credit cards. We're keeping your money. Go home. Can you see how silly people get when they oppose the gospel? And can you imagine the smile on Jason's face? What are you going to do? Take my money? Stop it. I've been given the grace of God, the forgiveness of my sins, the glory of the gospel. I would never tell you where Paul and Silas were hiding. Never. Let's pray. Father, thanks that you protect your people when they need protecting. Help us to understand that if we love you and your gospel, sometimes that's going to mean trouble. But you are with us in it. It's the best news. Amen. All right. It is time for bed. Good night. Sweet dreams, and thanks for listening. To find out more information about our church, Google Seven Mile Road, Boston.